Question 109 of Summa Theologica, Pars Prima, on the Divine Government. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. Summa Theologica, Pars Prima, on the Divine Government, by St. Thomas Aquinas translated by the fathers of the english dominican province question one hundred nine the ordering of the bad angels in four articles we now consider the ordering of the bad angels concerning which there are four points of inquiry one whether there are orders among the demons two whether among them there is precedence three whether one enlightens another four whether they are subject to the precedence of the good angels first article part one question one hundred nine article one whether there are orders among the demons objection one it would seem that there are no orders among the demons for order belongs to good as also mode and species as augustine says concerning the nature of good against the manichaeans three and on the contrary disorder belongs to evil but there is nothing disorderly in the good angels therefore in the bad angels there are no orders objection to further the angelic orders are contained under a hierarchy but the demons are not in a hierarchy which is defined as a holy principality for they are void of all holiness therefore among the demons there are no orders objection three further the demons fell from every one of the angelic orders as is commonly supposed therefore if some demons are said to belong to an order as falling from that order it would seem necessary to give them the names of each of those orders but we never find that they are called seraphim or thrones or dominations therefore on the same ground they are not to be placed in any other order on the contrary the apostle says ephesians chapter six verse twelve our wrestling is against principalities and powers against the rulers of the world of this darkness i answer that as explained above question one hundred eight articles four seven and eight order in the angels is considered both according to the grade of nature and according to that of grace now grace has a twofold state the imperfect which is that of merit and the perfect which is that of consummate glory if therefore we consider the angelic orders in the light of the perfection of glory then the demons are not in the angelic orders and never were but if we consider them in relation to imperfect grace in that view the demons were at the time in the orders of the angels but fell away from them according to what was said above question sixty two article three that all the angels were created in grace but if we consider them in the light of nature in that view they are still in those orders because they have not lost their natural gifts as dionysius says divine names four reply objection one good can exist without evil whereas evil cannot exist without good question forty nine article three so there is order in the demons as possessing a good nature 
Reply Objection 2. If we consider the ordering of the demons on the part of God, who orders them, it is sacred, for he uses the demons for himself. But on the part of the demons' will, it is not a sacred thing, because they abuse their nature for evil. Reply Objection 3. The name Seraphim is given from the ardor of charity, and the name Thrones from the divine indwelling, and the name Dominations imports a certain liberty, all of which are opposed to sin, and therefore these names are not given to the angels who sinned. Second article, part one, question 109, article two. Whether among the demons there is precedence? Objection one. It would seem that there is no precedence among the demons, for every precedence is according to some order of justice, but the demons are wholly fallen from justice, therefore there is no precedence among them. Objection two. Further, there is no precedence where obedience and subjection do not exist, but these cannot be without concord, which is not to be found among the demons. According to the text, among the proud there are always contentions. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 10. Therefore, there is no precedence among the demons. Objection 3. If there be precedence among them, it is either according to nature, or according to their sin or punishment. But it is not according to their nature, for subjection and service do not come from nature, but from subsequent sin. Neither is it according to sin or punishment, because in that case, the superior demons who have sinned the most grievously would be subject to the inferior. Therefore, there is no precedence among the demons. On the contrary, on 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24, the gloss says, while the world lasts, angels will preside over angels, men over men, and demons over demons. I answer that, since action follows the nature of a thing, where natures are subordinate, actions also must be subordinate to each other. Thus it is in corporeal things, for as the inferior bodies by natural order are below the heavenly bodies, their actions and movements are subject to the actions and movements of the heavenly bodies. Now it is plain from what we have said, Article 1, that the demons are by natural order subject to others, and hence their actions are subject to the action of those above them. And this is what we mean by precedence, that the action of the subject should be under the action of the prelate. So the very natural disposition of the demons requires that there should be authority among them. This agrees too with divine wisdom, which leaves nothing inordinate, which reacheth from end to end mightily, and ordereth all things sweetly. Wisdom chapter 8, verse 1. Reply Objection 1. The authority of the demons is not founded on their justice, but on the justice of God ordering all things. Reply Objection 2. The concord of the demons, whereby some obey others, does not arise from mutual friendships, but from their common wickedness whereby they hate men, and fight against God's justice. For it belongs to wicked men to be joined to and subject to those whom they see to be stronger, in order to carry out their own wickedness. Reply Objection 3. The demons are not equal in nature, and so among them there exists a natural precedence. 
which is not the case with men, who are naturally equal. That the inferior are subject to the superior, is not for the benefit of the superior, but rather to their detriment, because since to do evil belongs in a preeminent degree to unhappiness, it follows that to preside in evil is to be more unhappy. Third article, part one, question 109, article three. Whether there is enlightenment in the demons? Objection one. It would seem that enlightenment is in the demons, for enlightenment means the manifestation of the truth, but one demon can manifest truth to another, because the superior excel in natural knowledge. Therefore, the superior demons can enlighten the inferior. Objection to. Further, a body abounding in light can enlighten a body deficient in light, as the sun enlightens the moon. But the superior demons abound in the participation of natural light. Therefore, it seems that the superior demons can enlighten the inferior. On the contrary, enlightenment is not without cleansing and perfecting, as stated above. Question 106, Article 1. But to cleanse does not befit the demons, according to the words. What can be made clean by the unclean? Ecclesiasticus chapter 34, verse 4. Therefore neither can they enlighten. I answer that. There can be no enlightenment properly speaking among the demons, for, as above explained, question 107, article 2, enlightenment, properly speaking, is the manifestation of the truth in reference to God, who enlightens every intellect. Another kind of manifestation of the truth is speech, as when one angel manifests his concept to another. Now the demon's perversity does not lead one to order another to God, but rather to lead away from the divine order. And so one demon does not enlighten another, but one can make known his mental concept to another by way of speech. Reply Objection 1. Not every kind of manifestation of the truth is enlightenment, but only that which is above described. Reply Objection 2. According to what belongs to natural knowledge, there is no necessary manifestation of the truth either in the angels or in the demons, because, as above explained, Question 55, Article 2. Question 58, Article 2. Question 79, Article 2. They know from the first all that belongs to their natural knowledge. So the greater fullness of natural light in the superior demons does not prove that they can enlighten others. Fourth Article, Part 1, Question 109, Article 4 whether the good angels have precedence over the bad angels. Objection 1. It would seem that the good angels have no precedence over the bad angels, for the angels' precedence is especially connected with enlightenment. But the bad angels, being darkness, are not enlightened by the good angels. Therefore, the good angels do not rule over the bad. Objection 2. Further, superiors are responsible as regards negligence for the evil deeds of their subjects, but the demons do much evil. Therefore, if they are subject to the good angels, it seems that negligence is to be charged to the good angels, which cannot be admitted. Objection 3. Further, the angels' precedence follows upon the order of nature, as above explained, Article 2. 
but if the demons fell from every order as is commonly said many of the demons are superior to many good angels in the natural order therefore the good angels have no precedence over all the bad angels on the contrary augustine says on the trinity three that the treacherous and sinful spirit of life is ruled by the rational pious and just spirit of life and gregory says homily thirty four that the powers are the angels to whose charge are subjected the hostile powers i answer that the whole order of precedence is first and originally in god and it is shared by creatures accordingly as they are the nearer to god for those creatures which are more perfect and nearer to god have the power to act on others now the greatest perfection and that which brings them nearest to god belongs to the creatures who enjoy god as the holy angels of which perfection the demons are deprived and therefore the good angels have precedence over the bad and these are ruled by them reply objection one many things concerning divine mysteries are made known by the holy angels to the bad angels whenever the divine justice requires the demons to do anything for the punishment of the evil or for the trial of the good as in human affairs the judge's assessors make known his sentence to the executioners this revelation if compared to the angelic revealers can be called enlightenment forasmuch as they direct it to god but it is not an enlightenment on the part of the demons for these do not direct it to god but to the fulfillment of their own wickedness reply objection to the holy angels are the ministers of the divine wisdom hence as the divine wisdom permits some evil to be done by bad angels or men for the sake of the good that follows so also the good angels do not entirely restrain the bad from inflicting harm reply objection three an angel who is inferior in the natural order presides over demons although these may be naturally superior because the power of divine justice to which the good angels cleave is stronger than the natural power of the angels hence likewise among men the spiritual man judgeth all things first corinthians chapter two verse fifteen and the philosopher says ethics three four five five that the virtuous man is the rule and measure of all human acts. End of question 109